Greetings, friend. Welcome back to the Wayfarer Podcast. I'm Tom Vanderwell. Thanks so much for joining me again today on this chapter day journey where we find ourselves in Ecclesiastes, the second chapter. It was verse 24 that resonated in my soul this morning, where it says, A person can do nothing better than to eat and drink and find satisfaction in their own toil. This, too, I see is from the hand of God. Today's podcast is entitled, Present. Wendy and I had a lovely evening last night with friends who joined us for some mesquite-smoked barbecued chicken breasts that I threw on the grill for dinner. Mm, So good. We sat leisurely around the table long after Wendy's amazing dessert was served. We shared our respective stories with one another and plied one another with questions. Our guests, like Wendy and me, find themselves with more of life's road behind than before. Like Wendy and me, our guests find themselves in a good place. Like Wendy and me, our guests had their own stretches of pain and struggle in which the journey was a long, hard slog. Ironically, two of the four of us lived much of our life journeys as straight arrows who nevertheless got tripped up along the way. Two of the four of us had stories of foolish rebellion, but we all recognized how our Enneagram types factored in to the way we reacted and responded and related to others along the way. All four of us ultimately had stories of gracious redemption, which we celebrated and thanked God for as we shared. In the opening chapter of Ecclesiastes yesterday, I shared that the wise sage who authors the book, identified as wise King Solomon, is ultimately pushing into what is of value. In today's chapter, he seems to speak from a place on life's road in which there is more road behind him than before him. He is looking back and recounting the veritable plethora of things from which he attempted to find something meaningful and valuable. Now, as I read this morning, I don't know why, but I couldn't help but see different Enneagram types in the descriptions that the sage gave. The chapter begins, verses 1 through 3, with what feels like the type 7 enthusiast who indulges in a long string of pleasurable distractions. Then it shifts to the type 3 achiever in verses 4 through 11 who scrambles to make a name for himself with his resume of meritorious successes and all the earthly rewards that come with it. Next, it's the type 5 investigator in verses 12 through 14 who quietly ponders the lack of meaning and value in everything that he's tried and attempts to find wisdom in all of these life lessons. The pessimistic type four individualist shows up in verses 15 through 17 (laughs) with angst and finding all the glass half, half empty, futile and meaningless. Then it's the black and white type one reformer in verses 18 through 21 who waxes despairingly about how completely unfair and inequitable it is that he did all of the work to amass all of these good things in life, and then it just all gets inherited by his children who did nothing to deserve it. So after all this seeking and pursuing and toiling and mulling and regrets and frustration and investigation, the chapter ends 
with a simple, humble observation from the sage. Rather than seeking outward satisfaction in pleasures and successes and merit badges and wealth and gadgets and graduate degrees and awards and fame, the teacher looks inward. He addresses this one moment of being. He eschews all the previous days of the journey he's just recounted and chooses to turn his gaze from contemplating all the days ahead, which are not promised and may never come. He considers this one present day. Savor the flavor of the mesquite smoked chicken, the sweet tenderness of that Iowa corn casserole. Soak in the laughter and love of good company. Relish the life stories for the unique and dynamic living fingerprints that they are. Embrace gratitude to the full. Lay down your head with satisfaction in the tasks accomplished this day. And allow the guilt and shame of things undone to fade away into the vacuum of meaninglessness. Caress the warmth of her presence, her body next to you in bed. Allow her laughter to languish in your ears. I sit in the quiet here at the beginning of this another day. All my yesterdays are gone. All my tomorrows are just an assumption. I have this day. And I choose to be present. I hope you enjoy your day, my friend, wherever it finds you. Have a good one. We'll see you back here tomorrow.